0: You're listening to episode 16.
1: Show me your muscles of
2: the In Between podcast, where you'll hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. My name is Daniel M.
1: And I'm Christina M.
2: Well, today we are going to be talking about strengths in marriage.
1: Right. So, as opposed to my beginning, which you're like, what? Show me your muscles?
2: (laughs) Yeah. What was that about? I don't know.
1: I just thought strength, and I'm like, muscles, and let's go for it. Well,
2: you were punching my muscles today at yeah. dinner.
1: <laughs> and did it hurt?
2: It did hurt. You're pretty strong.
1: Yeah, but you do have big muscles. So.
2: Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. So today we're not talking about weaknesses. We're talking about strengths. And really the, the thought behind it is how to better understand one another.
1: Mm hmm. This has actually revolutionized our marriage, this way of looking at um, our own strengths and each other's strengths. So we're really excited to share this with you.
2: Yeah. And not only is it going to help you see each other in a little bit of a different way, but it's going to help with conflict. Because often conflict is a result of misunderstanding one another.
1: Oh, isn't that the truth?
2: It's true. So we want to encourage you to listen straight through to the end, because at the end, we're going to be announcing a big giveaway.
1: Ooh, so exciting! Yeah, and this is
2: going to be great for you and your spouse. It's going to be a great way to just better understand one another and your strengths. Mm
1: -hmm. So stay tuned.
2: Yeah, stay tuned. Drum roll. (laughs) Okay, so in Montreal, this was probably our first year of marriage. We had a lot of miscommunication opportunities. No, not opportunities. Tragedies. (laughs) Yes,
1: tragedies. (laughs) We did. And
2: there's this one time where I remember it was, we were sitting down for dinner and I had kind of come up with this plan to move to Vancouver and the plan to move to Vancouver was, OK, let's let's move back there because this is what I'm going to do. I was doing graduate school distance mm-hmm. at that point and and I was like, let's get close to the school and I'm going to be doing this degree and this is how life is going to be. And I just I just all day I was thinking through this majestic plan of how life was going to be better in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have to worry about being bilingual and and all that stuff. So by the end of the dinner, I think I'd convinced you
1: Right. Or well, at least in my, <laughs> through my
2: lens, I thought I convinced you.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I had time to process, yeah, you're but right. it was a lot of like over spaghetti and meatballs kind of like, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, you okay, didn't say can, no. You no, didn't say no. And no. you were like, oh, well, okay. And then I thought it went well.
1: Like, let me, let me think about yeah, this. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. It was hopeful. Well, the next day over dinner, one more time, I presented you plan B and it wasn't that But I, you didn't
1: say it was plan b no you're right i i presented the
2: better plan <laughs> yes. because i'd been like, thinking this is what we should do now you're right and and it was different it was slightly different it wasn't radically different it still involved moving to vancouver but it was slightly different uh and it's really because i was kind of thinking about it all day and you were very gracious over dinner but and you didn't outright reject the idea either you were a little bit more hesitant right
1: like Oh, okay. I yeah, but you you talked through that. it. Yeah, you talked through mm-hmm. it.
2: And then the next day, over <laughs> dinner, I presented a better plan. It was it was honestly it was like the best plan ever. It still evolved, moved to Vancouver. But I remember distinctly when I was finished sharing the grand idea, you basically looked at me and said, "We'll, we'll see." see. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't process it like the other two days. You didn't give me comments. You didn't ask questions. You literally just said, "We'll see." And I think that was it. Like, I was like, "What? Like you don't want to listen to me anymore? Like, you don't (laughs) think I actually thought through this? You think I'm just changing my mind flippantly?
1: Yes, to all of the above. (laughs) At that point, after like three times of trying to wrap my head around the quote-unquote best plan and realizing that the best plan keeps changing, I was like, what in the world is happening? So it was kind of like, okay, well, we'll just literally what it is we'll see how it kind of unfolds or what you'll come up with tomorrow
2: yeah and that it hurt me i was i was very disappointed and quite upset that you said it that way and we started cleaning up and i think i couldn't clean up with you i just kind of was really upset so i went and took a shower Yeah. so i remember going to take a shower and i was thinking about what happened and why is this happening why is she thinking like this and all that and later on out of the shower I had thought you were processing the entire situation too. And Mm -hmm. I asked, so, you know, have you thought through this and whatnot? And you were like, what? What What are you talking about?
1: What am I supposed (laughs) to think through? I'm just frustrated. Yeah. And i had been thinking (laughs)
2: through the entire thing. So, which led to really another another issue and... Another tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Not opportunity, tragedy. (laughs) So, I don't know exactly when we figured things out. Whether it was that day or another day. But we eventually figured out the reason why we were having that conflict was because we misunderstood each other.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, um, I can't remember where you found out about the Clifton Strengths Finder, and we'll get into this more in the episode. But we both did uh, the online test and we found out our strengths and then started looking at how they jive together yeah, and then realizing, oh, my misunderstanding or my looking at something of yours as a quote unquote weakness wasn't at all. It was the way that like your strengths are and how they play out.
2: Yeah. And every strength has a shadow side. And so, for example, my strategic theme Basically, it's I'm, I'm here at point A and I want to get to point B and here are all the different ways to get there. And here are the best ways. Here's the best way out of, you know, analyzing all of that. Mm-hmm. The shadow. So the strength is you've analyzed it all and you can kind of chart the best way forward, pros and cons, all that stuff. The shadow side is that it could seem during the processing part of mm-hmm. all of it that you're flippant or you haven't really thought through your ideas right. and your you you kind of change your mind a lot
1: all the time yeah yep.
2: precisely and you you one of your themes is woo which mm-hmm. is it's funny it's like winning others over and the it's it's great because woo allows you to meet a lot of people and just really connect with a ton of people mm-hmm. the shadow side is you're shallow you yeah. can seem that <laughs> No, I'm not saying that that's what it. What you are, you're not shallow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. at all. But that is a shadow side. There, that is right. Yes, so every yes. strength has a shadow side, and that's because we all have blind spots, and they're mm-hmm. called blind spots because you're blind to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's where, really, I mean, you know, we're kind of going straight into it. But that was really the heart of. Of that conflict and mm-hmm. even even the sense of me continuing to think through the issue and you not. Well, I have this theme called intellection. Not saying that you don't have intellection, but the... That's right. Yes. Lots I,
1: of intellection.
0: Yes, lots of intellection <laughs> and
2: lots of woo. Uh, but the theme intellection basically states that you're always thinking you're always Mm -hmm. processing you're always working through it so my brain doesn't really turn off too often and during that shower it was just going 100 miles (laughs) a minute whereas not that your brain wasn't going on but Mm -hmm. it wasn't processing the same way it wasn't thinking through that in the same way
1: well, Daniel, I feel like we've given a lot of information to our listeners. And um, for those of you who are out there, it's just a little glimpse of how the StrengthsFinder can really help um, you understand yourself and your spouse and how you guys work together. But let's take a step back for a minute. And Daniel, can you explain to our listeners um, what is the StrengthsFinder? finder?
2: Yeah. So this is an assessment from the Gallup organization that I first did probably about 11 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And soon after doing it, I was in graduate school and soon after doing it, really every course in my graduate school is like $1,500 a course. Mm -hmm. And after doing this, we just, I, I, it was so revolutionary in the way that I thought through leadership, um, personal development, mm-hmm. discipleship, connecting with others that I was like, hey, I, I have to get certified because mm-hmm. this is going to help. And we actually said, OK, instead of doing a graduate course, we're going to do this and pour the money into that as right. newlyweds, which we really didn't have that much money at the time. But man, that investment has yielded so much dividends mm-hmm. I mean I think I to this point I've probably led about a thousand people through this assessment in coaching training and developing them and and every time I lead a group or a person through it it's just amazing to see people's eyes open up about themselves mm-hmm. and about those around them
1: right and together we've been able to walk um, through the strengths finder with some couples and it's been amazing to see them be able to understand um, each other and maybe share shine some light on some um, areas that they thought they were miscommunicating or really not like, how come you can't be like this? Or how come you're like this? And being, oh, wait, <laughs> actually, this can work.
2: Yeah, precisely. So the strengths finder is really rooted in something called the strengths-based approach to, um, I guess, viewing reality. It's kind of like, it's strengths-based psychology. So mm-hmm. Don Clifton, he's the father of strengths-based psychology, the grandfather of positive psychology, Uh, He was really the pioneer in this sort of thinking. And I I mean, I love this. Okay, so I'll give you a little bit of the history just super quickly before we get into it. But a few months before his death in 2003, someone asked him what his greatest discovery was from three decades of leadership research
0: Hmm, on positive
2: psychology, on everything that he did. And this is what he said. A leader needs to know his strengths as a carpenter knows his tools. Or, as a physician knows the instruments at her disposal, what great leaders have in common is that each truly knows his or her strengths and can call on the right strength at the right time. This explains why there's no definitive definitive list of characteristics that describes all leaders.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, right? It's not like, oh, these leaders have all of these qualities. yeah,
2: they all but if you don't have that, way. then
1: you know, too bad. you got to be a follower. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And, and sometimes we think falsely, hey, great marriages are composed of individuals with these characteristics mm-hmm. or great parents have these characteristics or great leaders have. Th- and if you think about it, there's not really one common set of characteristics. Mm-hmm. So what's fascinating is following World War II, right? If we were going to put ourselves back then, uh-huh. uh, psychology was focused on diagnosing and treating mental illnesses.
1: Oh, uh, so looking at Quote unquote, what's wrong with the person?
2: Exactly. Even if you look at 100 years of psychology literature, take note of this 8,000 articles on anger, you'd find 58,000 on anxiety, mm-hmm. 71,000 on depression, compared to 850 articles on joy, 3,000 on happiness, and 5,700 on life satisfaction. Oh,
1: that's so a it's very. Like a,
2: yeah, it's like a 14 to 1 ratio between negative emotion articles to positive emotion emotion articles
1: oh okay so
2: that in from that setting from that context that's Mm -hmm. where don clifton said hey what would it look like if we began looking at the talents of highly successful people and what was right with people rather than what was wrong with people
1: well that's revolutionary
2: yeah so 30 years of research you know data from more than two million individuals Mm -hmm. they what they basically did was they went to the best of the best salespeople the best of the best software programmers the best of the best doctors lawyers managers other professionals and they were like hey what makes you better than everyone else in your field Hmm. and they found three things which is the foundation for strengths finder okay the first thing that they found was that the best of the best built their lives upon their greatest talents
1: uh, so, not looking at what they need to improve on.
2: No. Well, on that note, number two, they managed it. They managed their weaknesses. They didn't okay. seek to focus all their energy on getting, making that better, but they managed it. They didn't ignore it. Okay. Right. They managed it. Okay. And the third thing was if they didn't have an opportunity to exercise or grow their talents at work or somewhere where they were, you know, the majority of the day, they would find like a church or a volunteer organization mm-hmm. or a nonprofit or you know after school stuff that where they could actually go and improve on that. Okay. Right. They would take their talents outside of work and life into a, a place where they can kind of improve and grow that.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: So all that to say if you were to go to and once again we have we'll have the links in the show notes, but if you were to take the strengths finder assessment, what you would get would be a list of five of your of your themes or five categories or basically five words that would describe what your greatest strengths are your areas of greatest strength
1: okay only your top five
2: yeah only your top five so there's 34 that we all have think about it like a bookcase okay so we all have these 34 books Mm -hmm. and what the assessment would basically do is it would identify the five books on your bookshelf that you have memorized that you have dog-eared that you have highlighted the your favorite books on your bookshelf you're really
1: familiar with
2: yeah okay and then it would basically show you what those are and those wouldn't be your five strengths i know people would call it that Mm -hmm. but those are really your five themes which then you can take and build strengths out of okay so when we talked about intellection or we Mm -hmm. talked about woo or strategic those are those themes that are in both of our top fives okay yeah so all that to say i mean you could learn more about the strengths finder in the book um, there's a lot of different versions of the StrengthsFinder book. Uh, the assessment is pretty similar, but we would have we'll have that all in the show notes. But here's a quick, I guess, a Cole's notes version of what this is all about. Okay, mm-hmm. so a strength is what we want. A strength is kind of the ability to provide consistent near perfect performance. In other words, a strength is talent uh, plus skill plus knowledge. OK. Right. So a strength is, you know, you're talented and then you pour skill and you pour knowledge into it. Mm-hmm. Then that is what a strength is. So have you ever been on a have you ever been to a um, like you had to get a shot or you had to get blood drawn mm-hmm. and there and, and, and you didn't really feel it?
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Doesn't happen always. No. Not often, actually.
2: So in those moments, that nurse is operating in his strength.
1: Oh, okay. And have
2: you ever been, <laughs> right? Because that's talent uh-huh. plus skill plus knowledge where there are some nurses where they're literally taking the needle in and out multiple times trying to find your vein, yes, that's, which has happened as well.
1: Yes, unfortunately, I almost passed out. Yes,
2: so either they don't have talent or they need to work on their skill and knowledge. <laughs>
1: yeah, <You gotta> poke <laughs> a few more oranges.
0: <laughs> oranges, yeah. This episode is brought to you in part And browse all of our free resources and low cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: so what is a talent, right? A talent's kind of the, if you think of a strength, the building blocks of a strength is talent, skill, and knowledge, mm-hmm. right? What is a talent, and how do you know what your talents are? So, Christina, you are uber competitive. Yes. <laughs> Right. To the point of if you don't think you're going to win. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. So even to the point of if you don't think you're going to win, you're not going to do it.
1: Right. Yes. That must be a shadow side, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it can be like good. It, it yes. can also
2: be negative. But, right. but the the you know that even if you're grocery shopping mm-hmm. and you see someone coming to the checkout from that end of the store, and you're going, do you ever get that feeling of picking up your pace and going a little bit faster?
1: Yes, but I've learned how to simmer that down because <laughs> we live in the south. <laughs>
2: yes, so that but but that drive that feel, yeah. or even uh, if you look at a room and you can kind of instantly sense the emotions of someone else
1: yes i can read the room really really well
2: that is both of those are talents both Mm -hmm. of those are kind of a natural way of thinking feeling and behaving Mm -hmm. making others laugh enjoying puzzles right i mean kind of thinking about the future and, and articulating and envisioning, that's all a talent.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: for all those of you who are listening, what are your talents? What are your spouse's talents? What are the talents of those? What, what are the talents of your kids?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? So this is, that's, that's the first building block for a strength. The second, what you then need to add to that is skill. And that's like knowing how to parallel park or knowing how to add or subtract or or process an insurance claim or or use powerpoint to give a pre- presentation mm-hmm. i mean these are skills that you are not born with right. but you you, need to learn. you can learn you can acquire that okay. right so strength to, to have a strength in your life you need talent you need skill and you also need knowledge which is what you know right so it's mm-hmm. ex- but there's experiential knowledge and there's also factual knowledge Right. In other words, if you have a lot of stress, how do you deal with stress? Mm-hmm. Or what time does uh, do weekend services start at your church? Okay. Or what's the best route to the grocery store? These are all things that you can learn and grow in.
1: Okay. So let's break it down and use a practical example. So let's say um, you uh, want to learn an instrument. Yeah. So what would be like the talent? What would be... Like all of that, so if you could use that example.
2: Yeah, that's a really good example. So I'll talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I grew up playing violin. And so I said a strength is talent plus skill plus knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Another way, I'll give you another equation. A strength is talent multiplied by investment. Okay. So let's say out of a scale of 10, my talent for violin was an 8. Okay, and and I know that's high, but I did, I was able to, I don't want to go into it, but I've had a lot of great experiences with violin. It was fun.
1: High five! So, <laughs> He's a number eight guy. Yeah,
2: number eight, number eight. Okay. So I, but I wouldn't, I, you know, if if my talent is eight out of ten, mm-hmm. my investment wasn't always a ten out of ten. Okay. Because I would sometimes, sometimes pieces or things would just come super easy, or I would mm-hmm. just practice the day before my lesson and get it. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah, and I, d- I wouldn't really want to. I didn't put in enough effort, so my progress was okay, Uh enough that the teacher would give me new material, but it wasn't out of the park. Because sometimes I'd even be sight reading at the next week's lesson, just trying to figure it out. And because my talent was eight, I was, I was decent and I was able to get through it. But just think about it like that. If a strength is talent multiplied by investment Mm -hmm. and my talent is eight, even if I practiced my heart out and had a 10 out of 10 for investment, the max I could score for strength is 80 okay out of 100 yeah 80 out of 100 Mm -hmm. and most weeks I was scoring a 40 out of 100 or a 50 because I was just putting a a four or a five or Mm -hmm. a six in investment now compare that to a violinist Yasha Heifetz or a guy named Idzak Perlman or Mm -hmm. Joshua Bell or any of these amazing violinists they their talent is literally at the 10 level and they're practicing at their peak 8 to 12 hours a day Mm -hmm. so 10 out of 10 or even if it's 10 out of 8 or 8 out of 10, you can see the, basically the idea, the strength is that your talent is what caps you out. Now you mm. can, so, so here's, a, here's the equation. If you had someone who is a talent of 5 and they had a 10 investment mm-hmm. and their score was 50, mm-hmm. you could also have someone who is a strength of 10 and they put in half the effort of 5 and they still have the same amount of score with half the effort
1: uh, okay so you really need both
2: you really do need both mm-hmm. but what they found in the research is is that those who identified their areas of greatest town like eight nine and ten mm-hmm. and then they poured in an equal amount of investment in those areas of eight nine and ten they actually yielded greater results greater life satisfaction more meaning actually more impact in life mm-hmm. because things they, they were able to pour in investment in areas where they were strong at, talented at. And what happens when you, you know, think about all the areas that you're talented in? You love operating in those areas. Yes. Because exactly. they're your talents, and yeah. it, and and it, there's that satisfaction that comes from it. So mm-hmm. the whole idea of the assessment, I know there's uh, that was a lot, mm-hmm. that was a lot, but the whole idea of the assessment is you can do the hard work of of doing some introspection to say, hey, when does time go super fast? Mm-hmm. What are what are areas that have just come easy to me that that bring about a lot of satisfaction? Those are areas of greatest ta- of your greatest talent. Mm-hmm. You can do that and do a lot of introspection, and and that's a great exercise to do or you can take an assessment (laughs) like what is it twenty dollars or ten dollars or whatever it is
1: and have it emailed to you yes and (laughs) and have the five
2: emailed to you now now here's the thing when they email you the results and we want to highly encourage all of you to do the assessment Mm -hmm. but when they email you the results or you get it when you can print it out or see it on the screen those five are not your strengths those are your themes and every sentence, and this is—I'm just giving you what you need to do because I've coached so many people through this. Mm-hmm. When you get that theme description, and we'll share ours and, and tell you, give give you a little bit of a glimpse of how helpful it can be. When mm-hmm. you get that theme description, you'll get a paragraph for every one of your themes. Every sentence in that theme is a talent. So what you want to do is grab that sentence that is in your theme mm-hmm. that pops out to you, and then pour investment into it. Okay, and when you do talent multiplied by investment, that is what will create a strength in your life. Mm-hmm. So when we were going back to Montreal, I had the the theme strategic. I had talents being able to chart out and envision how to get from A to B, but my, I, it wasn't a strength for me mm-hmm. because I didn't have the, I was sharing everything to you as if it was a final product when I was really processing it and I didn't know how to communicate that I was processing all these ideas yeah. and exercising my strategic theme, I was just kind of spitting it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that was, I had talent because I could envision it, mm-hmm. but my inve- I didn't have enough skill and knowledge to know how to navigate it, if that right. makes sense.
1: Yes. I mean, now it makes sense. Yeah, now it makes sense. <laughs> it would have helped before, <laughs> but you know, we're always learning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So let's actually walk through both of our top five themes and we'll give you a little bit of a picture as to how useful it is and then we'll tell you about the big giveaway okay okay so mine are maximizer learner intellection developer and strategic and because i've worked with this so much i kind of understand how all five work together and i'll i'll share with you the the image of how five all work together Mm -hmm. and when you when you do the assessment when you walk through this together uh, as, as a couple, and, and these are things that you, have to, you actually have to do it individually, but as you talk about it together mm-hmm. as a couple, there's really three levels of understanding when it comes to strengths. Number one is you need to first understand yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This assessment is going to help you understand one another really well, and it's going to improve communication and lessen that, that conflict. It's really going to bring about a lot of health to your marriage, but before you understand your spouse's themes you need to understand yours Mm -hmm. so first and foremost understand what every single one of your top five themes means and and what your action plan is to develop that talent uh, and to to pour that investment into it to create a strength once you understand that each at an individual Mm -hmm. level you then need to understand how they work together Together. Mm -hmm. and then you can understand your spouses so for me when you look at my top five themes think about it like a car my Cars headlights are my maximizer theme. Mm -hmm. And that's because my maximizer likes to focus on good things and make them great. Mm -hmm. So it's where I focus. My learner theme is my gas tank because I found found that if I'm not learning, I'm not growing. And learning actually fuels a lot of my energy and my motivation and how the car moves the Intellection theme is the driver because the driver has to think and and make decisions the developer theme is the entire car because as long as i'm developing someone else or something i just my car moves and i and i just derive so much satisfaction in life mm-hmm. from uh, developing others and developing things and my strategic theme is the gps in my car because the GPS is going to tell me how to get from point A to point B. Well, you've
1: thought about this a lot. <laughs> oh
2: yes, I sure have. It was an exercise that we had to work through when we were when we were getting certified with this. So, right. Christina, what are your
1: five? Okay, so my five are developer, empathy, positivity, woo, and restorative. And I feel like this has really helped me in um, my social working and career and counseling because I use all of my top five strengths mm. to really um, have rapport with people that I am helping. Um, or just dealing with on a daily basis that's you know through woo and being able to find common ground and then being able to see um what issues maybe that person is going through um the restorative part of that and then through the developer being able to see the steps of kind of one i i think we need to work together um not to go from necessarily just unhealthy to healthy but going from healthy to thriving mm-hmm. as well And I mean, that's hard sometimes, but I really do see the world and people as um, your glass is half full, not half empty. So always believing that, you know, we can, you are able to take that next step and I can help you do that.
2: Yeah, I love that.
1: Right. So what's interesting too, Daniel is um, we don't share many strengths, but together common strengths, but we both have developer. Yeah. Now, how? Maybe we can explain to our listeners. We have the same, but we don't use them necessarily the same way.
2: Yeah, so there, there are very similar themes. There are no opposites mm-hmm. in the Strengths Finder, but there are very similar themes mm-hmm. that can work together differently. So with your developer and your restorative that combination is very different than my developer and my maximizer. Mm-hmm. So if there were opposites and there aren't opposites, but if there were opposites, maximizer and restorative would be opposites. Mm-hmm. And I say there are no opposites because there really aren't. And I have actually met someone who had both maximizer and restorative. So maximizer. <laughs> <of yourself. laughs> so a restorative is think about it they want to take something broken and make it whole or Mm -hmm. good and a maximizer i don't want to take something broken i want to take something that's okay and make it great Mm -hmm. now developer kind of looks at the entire spectrum Mm -hmm. so what's interesting is even when we look at how we spend our time and and the people that we naturally gravitate to Mm -hmm. like other people i'm looking at people who are kind of good. And I, I really want to develop and, and disciple and move them toward that greatness part of it. Mm-hmm. And you are, and this is not to say that any of our friends are like this. Because <laughs> I'm sure some of our friends are thinking, they're like, oh, I'm Christina's friend. Does that mean I'm broken and she's trying to fix me? No, no that's not no. what it is. But... If if you think about it, those are the type of situations or opportunities where Christina thrives in mm-hmm. where she can really help solve issues. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily right. have to be that she's fixing someone broken, but if she is solving something, then mm-hmm. that's that's where that restorative and that developer come alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So it's just a little bit of a glimpse. I mean, we could I could honestly talk about this forever. <laughs> I know and I know I talked uh, probably the most in this episode. Just you were smiling and giving me the head nods, encourage me.
0: Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so so the big giveaway. (laughs) Yeah. The big giveaway.
2: Okay. What we wanted to do, once again, go to inbetween.org backslash episode sixteen. You can From there, get some links on which books to buy to get the assessment or Mm -hmm. where to buy the assessment online if you didn't want to get the book. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is we actually want to give 10 codes away.
1: So each code is like, how much is it to buy a code online? Well,
2: it used to be cheaper, but it looks like it's $20 now. Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do is basically
1: giving you like a $20 (laughs) gift card. Yeah,
2: no, it really is. And what we want to do is we want to give 10 of these away. Mm -hmm. And we also, for one, uh, entry, I guess for one couple, mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to get on the phone with you or do a Skype or a FaceTime or however mm-hmm. for an hour and help you actually coach you through your strengths.
1: Right. So not only do you both get codes, yeah. you get to have a little bit of coaching on the, yeah yeah, about how this works together.
2: Exactly. So this is going to be fun. Not only is this our first giveaway, mm-hmm. but it's a really meaningful one because it's going to help you grow as a person, as a leader, as a mom, as a dad, as a spouse. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be super helpful. And for two of you, we're going to have a great conversation as well.
1: Right. And I think this is really, I'm not saying it just because it's our giveaway, but um, I think the having someone to be able who understands a lot more of it, being able to break it down into easy digestible bits um, is invaluable because mm-hmm. I think it'll really help um, you both figure out kind of how this works all together in your marriage.
2: Yeah. All right. So to enter the giveaway, it's super simple. All you have to do is rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It mm-hmm. takes less than a minute. Screenshot the rating or and review and then email it to us at inbetweenpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Okay, inbetweenpodcasts at gmail.com.
1: I am yes. between. <laughs> and
2: we'll have all that information in inbetween.org backslash episode 16, our show notes. So please do that. And I know there are some people who have reached out to us and they're like, I don't use Apple products. I'm on an Android device mm-hmm. or this or that. But what you can actually do, if that's true not to say that you're lying if that's true but what you can actually do yeah if that's (laughs) the case you can still go online and create an apple id or create an itunes id you can download itunes for pcs or macs okay you can create an id and submit that it's not going to take a minute It'll Mm -hmm. take a few, maybe it'll take five or so to download and and get it all set up. But that's going to be the way to enter into our giveaway.
1: That sounds like a lot of work. So maybe if you can prove that you have an Android thing and you have given us a, a rating and review, maybe you should get two entries.
2: That's a good idea. That is true. Okay, double your chances.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: (laughs) Good deal. Well, thank you again for listening in. Next episode on episode 17, we are going to be having an interview.
1: Yes, we have had the awesome opportunity to interview Art Rainer. About money and marriage and he this will be his second book that he has written called the marriage challenge book and we cannot wait to be able to unpack this book that's really practical giving Mm -hmm. you lots of ideas about marriage and money and how that um, intertwines and uh, be able to give you some hints and hacks about how to save money as well
2: yeah it's gonna be a great episode it was a fun interview All right. Well, if you haven't yet done so already, be sure and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Show. And please leave us a rating and review. Take a screenshot and email it to us at InBetweenPodcast at gmail.com to enter the giveaway. Happy trails.
1: (laughs) Happy trails. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
2: Happy strength of finding. Oh, happy finding
0: your strength.
1: Show me your muscles. (laughs) (laughs)